Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Welcome to this week's episode of Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I am Matt. I'm Dory. Thanks for uh, having a Labor Day with us, everybody. Thanks for laboring. It's Monday. I never labored. Uh, well, you labored for 40 hours. No. Well, I never went into active labor. That's true. Who knew that Henry would be such an active baby to make up for such things? I know. Yeah. He was probably like, I didn't want to leave the womb, but I will try to leave the room. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thanks so you much. You must work in comedy. Tip your waitresses. <laughs> and waiters. Um, yeah, he's been doing this really cute thing where he like sticks his butt up in the air, sort of like he's trying to do it like a downward dog. Yeah, he's got that down. He's got, like, I mean, he's practically doing sun salutes, this kid. Yeah. Um, he's a regular little Diamond Dallas Page yoga aficionado. <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page baby yoga. Oh my God! Uh, if, Can if you they, imagine? If they don't already have it, look out! It's coming soon. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, boy, what happened this week? So many things have happened. Well, Matt, you were off. 
Is that what happened? Yep. Doesn't feel like it. Nope. Went to Disneyland with work on... Monday. Monday. Tuesday, I went into work for a little bit with editing. Wednesday, we had to do some house hunting. Yep. Thursday, I don't remember. What happened on Thursday? Up oh, Thursday, I went and recorded Treks in the City. When's that out? I don't know. Uh, it's out whenever they get to episode uh, Hero Worship. Okay. Um, and uh, what else did I do, honey? Friday. We drove we to took Las a trip Vegas with Henry. Yeah. Oh, God. Car trip. Oh, also, Friday, Thursday, Henry had a doctor's appointment. Oh, that's right. I completely forgot. I didn't because this has been the worst week off ever because we have done so many activities that I never really had a time to veg out. Yeah, I agree, except that you orchestrated a trip to Vegas. Well, I mean... uh, Which took uh, up three days of your... Does a conductor not conduct? I must orchestrate. (laughs) Orchestrate? Orchestrate. Um... Yeah, he had a doctor's appointment Thursday. He got some more shots. He had a cold. You know that he you also guys, had a cold. You guys know this because I think he we, started to get it yes. over last weekend. But he he had a cold all week. We took him to the doctor on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I, I will say that I like about our doctor is I never feel rushed. Yeah, but I'm also conscious of like, well, if if we're not being rushed, then. Someone else is still waiting. Well, they're always running late. I know, but I, I can't. I feel a little bad about other people. You can feel a little bad, but I also like that she like really takes the time to like answer our questions and she's very go uh, over everything. She's very good uh, doctor. So Henry looked great. Um, she said that you know he hadn't had a fever all week. I had called them on Sunday. I think I mentioned, did I mention this last week? No, we recorded early. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I'd called them Sunday just to be like, he has a cold. Like, is there anything I need to watch for? And they were basically like, if he doesn't develop a fever and he's not like wheezing badly. I mean, he never wheezed, but he certainly sounded like he had like uh, a deep cough, some sort of coal miners lung. Yeah. Uh, but he never developed a fever. We we were very vigilant about and taking his temperature. Never sad about it. He was never sad about it. But he did have a stuff. He was sneezing a lot. And he had a stuffy nose. And he was coughing a lot. Yeah. But he was always able to sleep, which was good. Right. Um. Anyway, so she was like, yeah, it's just a cold. It just kind of has to run its course. Um. But otherwise, he looked good. And he got all his shots. But then I was supposed to go to a little baby baby mom meetup on Friday with some of the moms and babies. She had been planning this for six weeks. From my original mommy and me class that the, the mom who planned it had been, had, had planned it like the last day of the class, which was like six weeks ago. Um, and I was like, Oh, can he be around other babies? I'm supposed to go to this like meetup tour. And she was like, no, she was like, he cannot be around other babies. He's like still contagious. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Which uh, worked out for my orchestrating. I paid the doctor a little extra to say that. <laughs> I was bummed. I would, I'd been like looking forward to seeing uh, these other I know. Moms. I know. I felt bad for you. I did. 
Especially though. because, you know, the whole like making mom friends is like It's hard. It's hard. It's a struggle. Yeah. I'm in another so I did a second mommy and me class, as I think I've explained, at a different place. Let me just say the following statement. I didn't know that. What? I thought this was the same class the whole time. Isn't it? No. Guys, welcome to my life. So the what? first class. Which was the class with like the woman who had twins but seemed like she was doing the twin thing by herself? Uh, the first class. But she wasn't. Guaranteed. She was, she was there on was, Friday. You're still in that class. No. So what happened with that class is there was always like a weird vibe in that class. Sure. I think in part because the room it was in had no windows. Okay. So there's just a weird vibe. Also, I don't know. It's like you're doing some sort of a class on a, on, a, on a cruise ship, but in the middle. Kind of. And then nobody signed up for the next session. That's depressing. I know. I felt really bad. Oh, or my I think God. like one person signed I up. I would have signed up as well just to not make the person feel bad. I know. Oh, that's heartbreaking to me. It was. It was heartbreaking. Ugh. Um... Yeah, and also, I don't know, there were like, there's a bunch of, it, I also feel like that class was kind of clicky. There's like a bunch of moms that... Already I, knew each other? No. Oh. But they... You couldn't get in their click? They hang out. I know they became friends. They started going to this other Mommy and Me class that like someone told me about, but like weeks after they'd started going, and I was sort of like, oh, okay. Like, I guess I didn't want to be your friends anyway. Yeah. But then I feel like I'm in like seventh grade. <laughs> Well, it sounds like the social struggle is real for you. Well, it's hard because, like, at one point, someone invited me and Henry to a barbecue, but, like, he basically napped, like, the whole, through the whole thing, and, like, she lives far away, and I was just like, this is too much of a hassle to go. You know what I mean? But you feel like, oh, you don't go to, like, the one thing, and then... Right. You're you're not friends. Yeah, you're off the list. I'm like, oh, I guess, I guess I'm off the list, guys. Okay. So, I don't know. That 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 class did not make me feel good about myself. I'm sorry you had to experience that. Thanks. I had no idea. Well, you never asked. Well, I just didn't I no, I never it's not I didn't ask because I you always just went to the mommy and me. Class. I thought it was going fine because you kept going to mommy. I thought it was the same class. I was making an effort. That was the first class. The second class has been a lot better. Oh, okay. It's at a different place. See, I don't know where it is or when you go. The The second class is at Loom, where we did the childbirth class. Oh, I see. okay. Down over uh, near our, in our on, old hood. On Pico. Okay, so, and that one's good. That yeah, one that enjoying. one's better. This one's better. Yeah. Okay. And the first class was at the pump station. Pump station. Oh, Matt listened a little bit. Yeah. Did not know about this loom situation, though. I really didn't. Wow. I don't, don't wow. So if you say I'm going to mommy and me, you never say I'm going to a new mommy and me. I'm, I say, how is I'm mommy and me? 99% sure I told you. I Look, this is something we're discovering left and right, everybody. It, it's frustrating to be married to me because my brain is a mess. But Dory's brain has joined me in messy town. And, and now Matt understands now what it's like to be married to him. I'm so frustrated with myself <laughs> based on how Dory is. Like, literally, you know, she would always say I was gaslighting her. But now I think she's gaslighting me. 
And but what's good is like I know it's not intentional. And on on the other end of it too, she should know that I was it was never intentional with me. Uh, if what she says is true, <gasps> um, yeah. So that's been <sighs> that's that's that 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 part of it has been hard. Our brains are mush. Yeah. It's like we don't remember what we said to each other about what, when, and then like we're gonna kill each other when we were packing up for this baby trip. Yeah, you 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 did a really good job. Uh, like, what's the word? Uh, walk like dialing it back. Um. Well, yeah, we had just like you de you de escalated. Yeah, because we had reached a fever pitch, and I was just like what is this this is ridiculous so i immediately apologized because i you know we were so we were so stressed out back and forth back and forth traveling with this baby is like it must have been what it was like packing up the grateful dead's gear in 1993 (laughs) they probably didn't have a stroller i mean it's ridiculous stroller uh white noise machine Baby bathtub, baby towel, baby uh, play mat, baby pack and play, baby uh, outfits for drooling on. Then uh, we changed those out for different outfits. Diapers. We need to. We didn't even get diapers in time. We had to stop on the way to Las Vegas to get diapers at a Target in in fucking Rancho Cucamonga or wherever the hell it was. Um. We got there. Dory forgot uh, to pack shirts for herself. Literally, we pack so much stuff for Henry. She then goes to take a shower. She feels gross. She goes to change, and then she's like, I only have the shirt I'm wearing. And a bathing suit cover-up. Which she wore, <laughs> which as, a, wore. as a shirt. But it's like this whole... And then I went to Target yeah. in Vegas. She did it. She was like, I'm going to take the car go to Target. I was like, okay. Um... And, uh, you know, she went. She had a good time. And we got a couple shirts. We needed a baby... Uh, swim diapers, because I had bought a reusable swim diaper for him and forgot it. Yeah. So we bought. I bought some disposable swim diapers. It was really an experience. And I was just so tired. I did it to myself, because I was out all night in the... But, like, you know, really liked it, the place we went, because it was just, like, out of the way. Yeah, wasn't on the strip. And we went to the strip for a birthday dinner for Dory's friend. I orchestrated everything. Your friend too. Well, I just want to be like, you know, you've known Kate for eight years, ten years, ten years. We actually, well, I've known her on the internet for like thirteen years, twelve years, thirteen years, and I've known her IRL for ten years. We were actually talking about that at the table the first time we met. IRL was in Los Angeles. I was in town. She was working at the LA Times. Oh, wow. And we met at Bottega Louie downtown. Sure. But I'm just saying, like... Anyway, you have not known her for 10 years. Right. Yes. So we went to her birthday party. Yes. Which happened to be at the Venetian. Yes. Which we were just like, it was... Like, it was mayhem. So hectic there. Mayhem. I, I would... Mayhem, I say. It was, there was too many people. <laughs> there were so many people. <laughs> I was just like, what, what are all these people doing here? A lot of it was crazy, which made me go. I don't think I ever want to stay on this trip again. <laughs> but you know, if you ask, I'll come. Doesn't matter, guys. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah. How I took s- Henry to the pool. Henry went to the pool. Very funny photo of Henry. I made him wear a life jacket. So confused. He's got swim diapers on, a, li- a, a one-piece swim baby suit, yep. a life jacket, a giant hat. <laughs> well, you can't put sunscreen on little babies, so he had to be protected from the sun with his big giant hat and his, so and his SPF enhanced bathing suit. Yeah. Uh, reports are he was like not into the pool he was like into it who's like okay this is fine when he just like the bo- like his feet were in it and then i tried to like lay him down and he was like really mad about that yeah i mean i'd be mad too if you just had my feet in and then you tried to lay me in a pool yeah he was like uh-uh. and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> um he was fucking great in the car for for the four hour trip two stops uh and great on the way back uh, we also learned that Chipotle does not have changing tables. Chipotle does not have t- changing tables, so I changed him in the car in about 110 degree heat. Mm-hmm. So, but I did it. He was cool. I kept putting my little hat, my hat on him, on his tiny head Aww. to like get him in into the into the building with his the, big the, tiny head. Yeah, his uh, head went up in percentile. By the way, everyone, everything's great. It went up to 98th percentile. Um. Yeah. So. But then you know we got there and uh, we're all in the same room, which you know we never slept with him in our room, so that was. And hands down, we made the right decision to have never done that. Yes. How the fuck you guys sleep is beyond <laughs> me. It was rough. Inching, I'm like inching into the room at night, hoping not to disturb the monster. This weekend, of course, he discovered how to scream like a pterodactyl. Yeah. Which he's finding very entertaining. Yeah. He's also decided I hate baths now. Yeah. Last three days, he's been screaming during bath time. Yeah, which used to be his happy place. Yeah, now it's angry time. Yeah. Or he's just figured out, if I yell, I can echo in here. Oh, no. But it's like more of a cry. Like, today was like... Today he was crying hysterically. Like, the water's too cold. Oh, it's warming up. Water's too hot. Nope. He just hates bath. Yeah. <laughs> I think he he, he was, was so also tired. really tired because he refused to take his last nap. Because on my last day off, we decided that since Dory's lease, as you all know, <laughs> is finally up. For real this time. For realsies. <laughs> uh, we used today as the only reasonable day to go to the dealership and look for Dory's next much, much smaller car. Mission accomplished. Henry was, you know, cool. I let Dory test drive both cars. I never went in them. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is your decision here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then uh, about, I don't know, two hours into you and Henry being there, you were like, I got to go. Yeah. And you left. And I then stayed behind for a further five hours. You did. And finished everything up that needed to be done yeah you did mostly because if i mean like i just the, the thought of ever going back in there because anytime like you decide to leave the next time you go it's gonna be a you start the process over right and it's gonna be another 70 hours of your life yeah so i really appreciate that you did that oh boy and then it was like five o'clock in the afternoon when i got home 
And I was like, thank God I had that half a bag of peanuts at 9.30 in the morning. I was so hungry. Oh. Oh. But I got a new car and it's smaller. She did. I don't have to drive a boat anymore. She's got a baby. Baby Volvo. Little baby Volvo. Um... It's so cute and peppy. Uh, look, I hope she's happy with it. Everybody, time only time will tell. I paid for the extra damage allowance so that uh, we can live our lives without ever dealing with the bullshit again. Live our lives without fear. Live our lives with the reality being <laughs> shit's going to happen. This car might have 14 cameras and give you an overhead <laughs> view and sensor warnings on every corner of the vehicle, but that's not going to stop Dory Shafir the lady. <laughs> From hitting curbs, uh, or, or wait, we didn't get the curb protection scraping. package. Look, that comes with the rim. I think it's part of the car. I hope. Oh God. Um, and uh, so now it's like eight forty-eight p.m. I have to be at work at six thirty a.m. tomorrow, and uh, we're doing this podcast for you guys because you're our eggheads and we love you. We'll be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house, and I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a... Just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason... They'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know those like 
you know, the stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, honey, we're back. We are. Eggheads unite. Yep. What's doing in the worlds of the emails? Um, all right, I'm going to save this first email for another time. Because it's awesome? It is awesome, but also very long. Mm. It's from a binge listener who oh went through and like took notes. Oh, that's delightful. That's, it is delightful. That's kind of fun. Should and I read it? No. It's very long. Because it's very long. We should be like, tease it for next week, guys. Yeah, it's going to be hot. We're going to tease it for next week when my only day off is Sunday. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm physically tired. I know, honey. Oh, I know. I oh know. my God. Today was, everyone, just the longest. Okay, thank you. Okay. So last week, uh, the Miracle Baby signal went out. Mm. And we heard from a few people who, who had Miracle Babies. Um, I'm not going to read all of them, but I will read this one from... Uh, wait, where's the one I wanted to read? Oh, yeah, it's from Jennifer. Nice. Jennifer, congratulations. You are the chosen email. <laughs> all right. I'm pausing the pod to respond to the miracle oh, baby wait. signal. I just remembered something else I did this week. What? I also went and got an eye, eye exam. Oh, yeah. You got new glasses, new glasses that I really like. And a haircut. Oh, yeah. And a haircut. Really packed it in. You did. Okay. Continue. Okay. Um, I know you'll get a ton of miracle baby stories, but I wanted to write because I related so much to the feelings of guilt and anxiety the signal sender wrote about. As you read her email, I thought it could have been me writing it a year ago and having been through a miracle pregnancy and on the other wonderful side of it, I have some recommendations for how to healthily deal with those feelings an unexpected but extremely wanted pregnancy can give you. Here's a summary of my story. I apologize. It is long, but I think the context is good to have. Uh, all right. I'm go I am going to summarize this first bit. She does have a five-year-old um, who... They she got a PCOS diagnosis and a sixth round of clomid and timed intercourse resulted in the pregnancy of him. Um, then when they started trying for number two, they got pregnant on the first IUI, but then at the 20 week ultrasound, they learned the baby was growth restricted and wasn't going to make it to viability. And then they lost the baby and she had a DE. Mm. Okay, that's the backstory. She writes, I tried to get through my trauma and pain from the experience by throwing myself into getting pregnant as soon as I was physically able. Five rounds of IUI later, we had five negative tests to show for it. We decided to move forward with IVF, and at the recommendation of our RE, we did a bunch of tests to determine if there was a reason for the loss that was explainable, and ended up luckily finding out that I have a blood disorder of sorts that can cause blood clots in the placenta, which can cause pregnancy complications. Armed with that knowledge and a plan to deal with it in pregnancy, we headed into our first IVF round with all sorts of optimism. We got a lot of eggs, but in the end, only one PGS normal embryo from the retrieval. 
We did an FET and thought this was our one lucky one. But it didn't take. That was devastating. We decided we would do one more retrieval, but then we were done and moving on to adoption. My RE told me I needed to wait a cycle in between FET and retrieval to let the drugs exit my system. I told him I didn't want to just wait around and see if my body would ovulate. I wanted to do a timed intercourse cycle with no drugs. Just so I know when I can ovulate, since I have PCOS, my body doesn't ovulate easily. We all knew it was not going to make a difference, and we were just waiting out the time until I could do IVF again. I didn't ovulate for weeks. We were about to call it quits on the cycle and just give me drugs to stimulate a period when, lo and behold, on cycle day 28, I had one juicy follicle, and I was about to ovulate. And you guessed it, two weeks later, I had a positive beta, and a year later, I have a healthy five-month-old. This whole long story was to say... I very much understand the shock and guilt felt when you expected to need science to assist you and by happenstance did not. You feel like you betrayed those who are still going through the hell that is fertility treatments, but you also don't get to brag about your science baby. And you never get to believe it's really happening and that it was, quote, that easy. I can still remember going into the fertility support group. I had been attending it for over a year at my clinic and telling them I had a second beta to confirm pregnancy that day. I felt sick to even say the words and belief it would all go away. It was my last group, and I felt so alone after that. But the thing was, I wasn't alone. No matter how you end up there, the trauma of infertility lives in you (coughs) and impacts your experience, and others who have been there really get it. Here's the few things that really helped me, and I hope they might help the other listener. One, I was able to find a pregnancy after infertility support group. It was not easy, but I kept in touch with the therapist who led the one at my clinic, And she ended up putting the group together and getting a few other people to join. This was immensely helpful to have a place to talk about all the anxieties of being pregnant and leftover trauma with women who are feeling the same way was such a helpful outlet. I think you can also find these groups through Resolve's website if she wants a place to start. Two, finding an online community of people who had been there was also so helpful. I think the excellent graduated Facebook group is a great place to start for this type of support. Um, That is called Matt and Dora's Excellent Adventure Pregnancy and Children. For those of you who are interested, the more specific the face group, the better the content for what you're looking for. That's usually true. Because of my loss and blood condition, I was able to see an MFM throughout my pregnancy. I would imagine with the writer's history, she would be high risk as well and should definitely see an MFM. That means that meant I got more frequent ultrasounds and monitoring every three weeks instead of only two, the two ultrasounds I had with my first healthy pregnancy. Getting these frequent reports helped a lot with the anxiety, and my doctor was wonderful at helping me calm down. Four, don't feel like you have to love every minute of being pregnant. It sucks no matter what, but especially sucks after putting your body and emotions through so much for years of treatments. It's okay to white-knuckle through it. And when you get to the other side, you will be that much more grateful and in love with your little person. Five, don't be afraid to tell your story. Maybe not now, but once the baby is born. People deserve to know how hard you work to get him or her here. Um, posting the pic of her little guy on social media was the first time I told people publicly what we had been through and it was very cathartic. I wish the signal sender all the best luck that she has a healthy and uneventful pregnancy from here out. Thanks for all you do and for continuing the podcast into parenthood. Someone once told me having a baby cures childlessness, not infertility, and it's great. We can keep discussing the aftermath of it here. Best to Bo and Henry, Jennifer S. in 3,500 square feet in Maryland. Don't hate me, she writes. Two adults, two miracle kids, and one sweet old cat. Would you like to replace the cat with, say, a me? That sounds luxurious. Oh, think of all the space for things, honey. Yeah, but when we went house hunting, 
in the biggest house we looked at, which I think was like 2,600 square feet, mm-hmm. you said it felt too big. I agree. If it, I think it had it been stacked, like if it was you agree second, with yourself. <laughs> I agree with me. Uh, had it been stacked, like a second floor situation. Yes, interesting. But the footprint was very large. It was insane. It didn't. I mean, it felt big, but not that big to me. You were like, "This is it's enormous. too much." Oh my god! We'll never fill it, or we will, and that's worse. Yeah. Don't worry, you guys. We didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Update. We didn't get it. We did not get it. Um, also, we didn't try to get it. <laughs> no, we didn't. We didn't want to get it. Um, wait, where did my voicemails go? One of them is above that email. I know. Oh, you mean? I mean, my not tab. in the rundown. You mean in your in your internet? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm gonna play voicemail here. Cool. Hi, Matt, Dory, Bowen, Henry. Um, just calling about a listener from this week with a lot to unpack. Maybe you want to make a pregnant plane joke, but I don't know if that's even relevant anymore. That Remember was so long plane? ago. Um, long time listener, first time caller. Um, but I'll admit. Matt hit one of my pet peeves tonight, and I just had to call and comment on it. I'm 28. I've done two rounds of IVF. I've been pregnant um, three times now, and uh, I'm currently expecting, but obviously I have some losses along the way. And when we started, my husband and I were 24 and 25. So telling people that they've got time is really not something we should be saying unless we know their, you know, AMH and some of the other information because uh, this listener hasn't done any of that yet. She thinks she's ovulating, but if she's doing the test trip, I thought I was ovulating. I even did. First of all, I'm sorry that I did one of your pet peeves, and I'll be more careful of that in the future. Second of all, really, let's talk about the uh, elephant in the room there was. That person doesn't want to have a baby with you. So you're young. Find someone who wants a baby with you. Okay, continue. My temperature, and it turned out I was ovulating overcooked eggs that my husband's sperm was never going to be able to meet. Um, so I just say it can be really tough to be a young infertile because you think you have time and sometimes you don't. I have a friend who uh, had gone through five retrievals. Now she's put 11 embryos in her. She's gotten one miscarriage um, from all of those transfers, and she's just turned 30 so uh, some of us think we have time naively when we start and then we don't have time anymore so just please consider that um i know it, it we're i guess fortunate to have these issues now instead of later i am grateful we, my husband and i have had three years to work on this but um it's really fucking tough to have people tell you that you have time because i don't want time i wanted to have my babies three years ago and i didn't get that so um, thanks. Love your podcast. Have a great day. Bye. Well, look, I'll be dead when Henry's in college, so you have time. What? Oh my God, that was wow. so dark, so quick. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <coughs> you know, I've been telling everyone that Dory's 44 years old, and quite frankly, that's just a lie. She's 53. Yep. I am. I'm 53 years old. Also legitimately forgot how old my wife was for about, I don't know, six weeks. Do you know how old I am now? 40. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, but yes, back to what uh, 
she had said excellent point and i will be more cautious in the future and uh thank you for calling in yeah thank you uh should we take another short break i think we could arrange such a thing okay let's do that even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're back Hi, we're for back. what we would describe as Le Home Stretch. What? Long Stretch. Lume Streech. <laughs> um, all right. Anonymous has a sad inquiry. Oh, boy. One of my close friends just gave birth to very premature twins. Mm. These sweet girls weren't due until late November and likely won't survive for very long because of complications during birth in addition to being so early. I'm wondering if anyone has ideas on the best way to support a family going through this. I live far away from this friend, but is there more I can do than just send thoughts and prayers? Best anonymous. I think in any situation like this kind of thing where you're, someone's recovering from a very traumatic thing, the best thing, or even when you're, someone's recovering from an from a birth, I think the best things we got were the food. The best. Okay. People just... Like, cause that's like this other thing that you just don't to, to, to waste the mental space for what do we eat? It's silly. And if it, and someone brings over fucking cooked vegetable lasagna. Thank you, Kate. Or, you know, if someone sends Jones on third. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Paul. Uh, like, just like that, that was like, oh my God. It was amazing. amazing. Cause then you could just, if you were hungry, you could just open the fridge and there was food and you have to think about it. And it was all like ready to just heat up and eat. Yep. Um, Langers. We had Langers. Oh my gosh. Eric brought us Langers. Ugh. My parents died. Oh, did they ever? <laughs> Look at this pastrami. <laughs> One of my friends from New York, Emily, oh Emily sent us Russ and Daughters. daughters. Anyway, what I'm saying is... Shall we go on? This is what we remember most. Oh, Grace brought us stuff from the Larchmont Farmer's Market. Uh, I oh, mean, I'm thinking about it again. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. I just think that that is... Like Kula to, made turkey chili. Oh, I fucking wolfed that down. Yeah, you sure with did. With the scoops. Yeah, and cornbread. He made cornbread. Uh, we ate that so much. I... I can remember sitting in this very chair eating a lot of that turkey chili. Yeah. It was so nice to just not think about it. Yeah. So that's what I would say is a thing that would be nice for you to do yeah. for them. Find don't out. Like, don't like get them a gift certificate to post it. I was just going to say that. Literally, don't make them decide on anything. I was literally just going to say just that. Just do it. Just send them something find. they'd probably like. And I got news for you. Maybe they don't think they like it, but. You know, when they open the fridge, they're like, oh, I'll try this. Yeah, it's oh, not bad. Yeah. Um, I would just find out a place in their town that puts, you know, can do like prepared foods and send it to them. Um, and that'll be like the best thing. Yeah. And I'm really sorry about your friend. That really sucks. I mean, completely. 
Yeah. Completely. But again, like I think a nice thing to like, I'm thinking of you and you can, you don't have to think about what you're eating. I like after Henry was born, making any sort of decision was very overwhelming. Yes. I mean, if I could uh, have, like, if some service came over and was like, here are your outfits for the next three days. Yes. Like, my mom, well, I just wore pajamas. My mom asked me, like, what I wanted for my birthday, and I was like, I can't take on that mental load. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So, that's where I was. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, Anyway, moving on. This is from Brooke. I'm so happy that Dory tried and loves the LV. I just wanted to chime in with information on the Willow, the other option for the in-bra no-tubes pump, since it's been my own personal pumping savior. For those who are trying to decide between the two, because freedom while pumping makes everything better, I would say that if you pump best with light suction, go with the LV. But if you, like me, produce better with higher levels of suction, I use the highest couple suction levels on my spectra. The LV just won't be enough to be even remotely efficient for you. So go with the Willow, on which, for reference, I use the lowest two settings. We all have different needs for our process. And if anyone is concerned about the bag cost on the Willow, do a quick YouTube search for instructions on reusing the bags. I only use two bags each day, one for each side, and just refrigerate along the flanges in a Ziploc bag between pumping sessions. Either way, I tell every milk-producing person I know to check out both the LV and the Willow, depending on their needs. So, so, so worth every penny. You don't have to be a tethered milking cow. This is not an ad. <clears throat> I'm just as crazily enthusiastic about the Willow as Dory is about the LV. Um, I would also recommend there's a <clears throat> excuse me there's a Facebook group I think I've mentioned before. Um, it's called Willow and LV. What's it called? Willow Willow and LV Pump Group. And it's just filled with people comparing the Willow and the LV. <laughs> people who have both? Some people have both. Uh-huh. Some people, it's a lot of like, I can't decide what to get. Which mm. one should I get? It's a lot of like, I, I had the Willow, it didn't work for me. Or I had the LV, it didn't work for me. And I tried the Willow and it worked or, you know, vice versa. Um, people selling, like, it's just, it's a... It's very helpful. It's a little overwhelming. But this is something I have heard about the willow. Uh, there are people who complain that the willow, like, like lacerated their nipples, essentially. Well, it's probably something you don't want your pump to do. Yeah. So I think it just depends on, on how sensitive your nipples are. I personally felt that the willow would be too much for my my nips. Um, so I went with the LV. Yeah. I also didn't want to deal with the bags. Um, yeah, the bags are... Even if you're only using two, what does she use? Two bags a day? It's still like, you're still using two bags a day. It's like kind of, a, I don't know. To me, that felt annoying. But everyone's different. You know. I love um, how many questions people have about pumps. Oh my God, this this group is like intense. Okay. I'm going to play a pump, another pumping email, a voicemail. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Danielle from um, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, I was just listening to your most recent pod, and I um, <clears throat> was listening to the caller who was complaining about um, all the painful uh, pumping flanges that came with her Medela pump. 
understand. I did not have a Medela the first time, um, but I had the Lansinoa, Lanisoa, don't know how to pronounce the brand, but I had a similar situation where I bought, like, every type of flange they had, and none of them seemed to work. Um, and then I discovered um, Pumping Pals, uh, and that it's a universal flange set that you can buy online, um, and it comes with, you know, a variety of sizes, but they're shaped more um, like a, they're curved, so they're not nearly as uncomfortable, and I found it a lot easier to determine which size um, fit better, and the nice thing is they send you all the sizes, so you don't have to go back and guess, oh, was it this size, and then buy another one. Like They give you all of the sizes, so you can just determine right then which one um, works well for you. Um, so my daughter is a little over two years old, and in the next uh, month or so, we will have our um, second daughter being born, and I plan on using the uh, pumping towels again, and hopefully they will help with my new, um, I switched to a spectrum pump this time. So anyway, um, just thought that might be helpful to her or anyone else who's having that same experience. Um, and yeah, thanks for the pod, and I will keep listening. Bye. Thanks for the recommendation. Pumping pals. Pals who pump. We're pumping pals. <laughs> we'll be right back. That should be their jingle. That's the commercial break. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for that rec. Um, Anthony also had a pumping related question. My wife is 30 weeks pregnant and starting to stress about breast milk storage and bottle systems. She ended up getting a kindy starter system for free through some internet deal, but now worries if the added cost of storage and feeding using the system will be worth it. It uses a twist system that has the milk never touching the open air, which would mean committing to their more expensive bags and bottles. She's wondering if going all in on this product is worth it, knowing that babies can be temperamental and may prefer a different bottle for unknown reasons. Do you guys have any info to share on the types of bottles and storage you use? Thanks. Anthony in 1,025 square feet in South Louisiana, but looking to upgrade in the next year. <laughs> um, I got the Kindy system. It was on my registry, and I never used it. Um, so I can't really speak to it, but we just... So, so also I don't produce enough. I don't pump enough to have enough to store. So if your wife ends up being like an overproducer or someone who produces enough to store milk, you, you might be in a, you'll be in a different situation. So I'm not freezing milk. Um, I'm just like storing for the day. If like he usually goes through all the milk that I make in a day um, and we'll just store them like in bottles in the fridge. Yeah. Which we did um, while we were traveling. Yeah. We got to the, uh, clear out the mini bar. Well, we didn't clear it out. Well. I just used that little top shelf. Which was very chilly, right? It was. It was a good, it was a good story. Whenever, when I travel, though, I bring the Lansano bags because they're just a little easier to, to store when you're traveling. Because you don't know how big the fridges are going to be and um, et cetera. I mean, it's really a whole rigmarole. <laughs> It's as, such a rigmarole. As we say in the business of, of rigging. Matt thinks I pump 20 times a day. Feels like she does, everybody. It, it just it genuinely feels like, what is happening? Can my wife return to me? No. She's busy. And I'll tell you how she's busy. She's fucking doing pumping. 
Well, that, also, was, that was it's, it's very funny to me because like I always see like just the boobs lighting up in my face. It's like what? Oh. <laughs> Well, that was like one of the main reasons why I, I had to leave the car dealership today. I was like, I got to go home and pump. I hadn't brought my pumps with me. I thought that uh, not to go back to the earlier today car situation, but I kind of thought we knew we were going to be gone for a super long time. I didn't. Guys, I'm on the clock in three picks, and Patrick Mahomes might be my QB again this year if no one takes him, but I feel like someone's going to take him. Jem just took him. Fucking Jem. Ah. Wow. I know. Katzenberg scooping people, too, in front of me. This Goldberg Season 7 league is going to be very tense, you know? How many people are in it? Uh... 12 of us hmm. I had to get a second running back I, I took Aaron Jones anyway guys what else is happening well Sasha writes in to say love the podcast it came to it via forever 35 welcome while my husband and I don't have kids yet we started trying several months ago and I really enjoyed following your story this particular email is non baby related I just wanted to highly recommend the show mum on Britbox it's one of those perfect shows akin to Fleabag, and I think you'd both love it. Thanks again for keeping the podcast going and sharing a bit of your life with all us listeners. All the best. Sasha, 800 square feet in Santa Cruz with me, my husband, and a tiny poodle named Millie. Uh, Mum. M-U-M. We got to get that Brit box going. I, honey, you're welcome to do it. You're home and ready for Brit box more than often than I, I am. am. But we got a voicemail about something that I might do instead. You ready? Yes. Hi, guys. I just wanted to pause the pod and let you know from your friendly neighborhood librarian, uh, you mentioned Acorn TV. Um, Acorn TV is actually something that a lot of libraries offer for free with your library card. So make sure you check out your library's website and see if it is a service. Um, My library offers it. If you log into Acorn with your or with a library card from my library, um, you get a seven-day free pass. And when that expires, you just log in again, and you get another seven-day free pass. So if you are interested in Acorn TV before you start spending money on it, make sure you check with your library and see if you can get it for free. Thanks. Bye. Wow. Yeah. Acorn TV. I see, I've seen billboards for it, and I've gone like, what? Oh, well, maybe I'll get that through the library. You love a library. Look, I love a library. Dory Shafrir, the lady, loves a library. You know, I've Dory always... Dory Shafrir, the boy, we don't know. I've always loved a library. Yeah. From when I was a little kid, I loved the library. You know, Lowell had a pretty good library, the Lowell Public Library. Oh, yeah? Still pretty good, too. It's a nice old building, made of stone. Yeah, libraries are like so Like giant great. stones. Um, I love a library. I liked microfiche. Oh, Yeah. The last time I went in the library, I was like going to go look at some microfiche, and I was like, "This feels like I need to have a reason to be looking at it." Mm. And they won't give it. Let me look at microfiche unless I have a reason. Really? I don't. That's think what so. it felt like. You don't need. It was a like, reason. what are you researching? I was like, hey, I don't know. A crime, a cold case. <laughs> um. Okay, we've reached the Disney portion of the podcast. Yes. This is from Jill. 
I love it. My 16-year-old daughter and I were in the Disney parks this weekend. We go every year as she sells enough Girl Scout cookies to get two free one-day tickets a year. And then we upgrade to two tickets and spend the night at the Best Western across the street from the park entrance. We used the Max Pass both days and enjoyed making lunch reservations, ordering food, and getting photos. We also mastered getting passes for rides and did all Disneyland park rides except for six of them during our two days and got to hit Hyperspace Mountain twice. Nice. We also got to do the Marvel ride and Incredicoaster twice, but didn't realize till the end you could get passes for Toy Manny. Oh, well. In any event, it was well... Toy Story Mania? Toy Story Midway Mania? She wrote Toy Mania. Maybe she meant Toy Mania, but it, but it didn't. Toy Story Midway Mania. Yeah. Which you'd it... never... You used to not have a fast pass queue. Mm. But now, honey, it sure does. In any event, it was well worth the price to get the max pass. My question is around food in the parks. We did get corn dogs both days and had a lovely lunch at the Carnation Cafe. Sure. We also liked the bread bowls in New Orleans Square. However, we would love to have more tips on the best on-the-go for in both parks for next year's visit. I love the pod, even though my non-science daughters are 16 and 18, with the eldest just going off to college at UC Berkeley. It's a wild ride, and I'm so glad you get to enjoy it with Henry. Uh, On-the-go food in Disney. You know how we feel about this. Cream cheese pretzels. You know, I had half of one on Monday. Uh-huh. And yep. I was like... This was really that thing I liked all the time. Really? Yeah. Oh. That was just me feeling like that at that point. I don't, I'm not saying that they are, they are bad or, 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 or are delicious. Uh, you know, on the go, the corn dog's hard to beat. The uh, I mean, look, I like the horseshoe, uh, golden horseshoe there around the next to the hoop to do review there. Because, mm. uh, like, you can get, like, your fucking standbys your uh your, your your chicken tenders with fries if you will you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just really makes for a for for a good good time good goodness what i guess so <laughs> i don't know i'm sorry everyone <laughs> this is unbelievable what else would you uh would you recommend at disney uh it sounds like land, right? So I don't know. Yeah, I will oh, say we, had, we had we went to we went to the Neapolitan Napoli Napoli that a giant Italian restaurant in downtown Disney with the writers, all of us, mm. and you know we had like some family style pizza and like some uh, some uh, you know fried calamari, etc. And I have to say it was actually pretty good really might have been that i was in the sun all day and was hungry Mm. but it was pretty good so thank you for thank you i mean i this does not appeal to me but people like a turkey leg yes yes that's true people do like a turkey leg um it tastes like i mean it's like it's a it's a it's a hell of a thing it's just giant and I just, I don't know that I could eat it and not feel self-conscious about walking around like I just slayed a buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I do love a Disney portion of the podcast. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, I guess... What oh, save yourself the hassle. Go to the Starbucks in downtown Disney before you end up at the Starbucks inside mm, Main Street. Just because it's going to be so much longer. Of a wait. Hot tip. Also, there's a salt and straw in downtown Disney now. There is indeed. They really have their uh, 
their breakfast uh, situation taken care of. Salt and straws, not. I mean, not breakfast. breakfast. Their ice cream situation. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> I was like what? Breakfast in Disney. TBD. I feel like we usually just get Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, some sous vide egg bites, etc. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. That is that is that is a show, everyone. Just a reminder that I apologize you... for oh. having a fantasy draft happening in the middle of the show, but like we recorded this at. I mean, it's, uh, the draft was 9 p.m. on Monday night, and I kind of assumed I'd be done with the podcast by then. So I apologize, yeah, everyone. Uh, reminder, you can support us on Patreon. Get up to two bonus episodes a month. The the second bonus episode last month was... A, a, a day late. Real, but it was, well, it's a day late, but it was also a doozy. Yeah, we did a 45-minute episode. Yep. It's practically probably as long as this thing is. I actually. know. <laughs> we got some great questions. Um, but yeah, thank you everybody to uh, for continuing to support the podcast and for helping us uh, make sure this thing comes out all the time. Uh, and uh, as a benefit of the $5 level and above, you get your name right on the podcast each month. So here we go. Diane M. Martin, of course. Carolyn Land, Frederick Roy, Greg Watchern, Jennifer H.S., Melody Baltazar, Tyler Rosewood, Karen Thakershi, Abba N, Alan L, Alec Meredith, and Fletcher Babel, Allison Dean, Alyssa Stokes. Amanda Lady, Amy, Amy Giles, Amy Sharon, Am- Andrea McCarroll, Andy Pavlik, Angel Rivera III, Angie James, Anne K. Lee, Anne Real, some Anonymous, April Cherry, Ariana Perry, Arthur Finney, Ashley Cicel Lee, Audrey Watson, Aurora and Zelda, Becca Foster, Ben, a PhD, hmm. Brett Jarrett, Brianna Taylor, Brett, Britt S. Baker, Brittany Bonanza, Bruno Macias, CJ, Carly Moore, Carolyn N., Kathy Hill, Chinami Worth, Chris Dybel, Christina Turner, Darlene Estramera, and Darren Deshong. Thank you all so very much. And we will talk to you all next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.